Oh, fuck. I forgot I have to do an intro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome um, to Pop Agents, everybody. Hi, welcome. I don't know what episode this is. If you're listening to this for the first time, I'm Kiara. And I'm Austin. And this is Pop Daydreams. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the Pop Daydreams and Twitter. <laughs> the same handle. And let's just get right into I it. I have to talk about it. <laughs> so, first of all, if you people listening do not know, you live under Charlie XCX just released a new album called How I'm Feeling, comma, now. Oh, there's a comma? Yeah, there's a comma. No, there's not. I'm pretty sure there's a comma. Not on the Spotify version. (laughs) Oh, there's no comma. I thought there was a comma. (laughs) Well, you dreamed it. (laughs) Oh, no, there's no comma. Okay. There's no comma. It's just called How I'm Feeling Now. This album was made in... Six weeks. On April 6, 2020, Charlie XCX announced that she was going to be creating an entirely new album and releasing it using the tools she had at her fingertips since currently we are all quarantined and not able to leave our houses. And today, on May 15th, she released that album that she made in about a month. She, like, what's crazy to me is that she set this deadline for herself. Like, there wasn't any deadline. Like, she just made it for herself, I guess, to make her life harder. (laughs) Um, And mind you, she, like we said... She already had two other albums coming out this year. Like, she, this is just something else that she has in her brain. Yeah, she had quite a bit of material that she was already working on that she set aside just to do this because she wanted to do something, I guess, just a lot more personal. While she was feeling inspired at her house. And I'm like, uh, imagine being <laughs> the best pop star. <laughs> like, imagine. Oh, my God. Okay, let's just get right into it. So, first of all, I need you to understand that last night, I, kept, I was really tired and I kept almost going to sleep. And then I kept remembering, no, I have to stay up for the album. And of course, when it dropped, I actually didn't listen to it immediately. I listened to Katy Perry's new song. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's cute. It's fun. Daisies, stream daisies, I guess. Taylor Swift is not in the video. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, here we go. That was just the appetizer. And yeah. so I hadn't heard that many of the snippets i wasn't really like on that many of the instagram lives i just had things to do oh yeah i missed every (laughs) single one of the zoom calls every single one (laughs) you did i got into i feel like i got into one where she talked about the album no i definitely did i think i got into the one where paris hilton was there didn't you get into the first one yeah i got into i got into the first maybe three or first two and it was literally insane the first one was so fun i was like (laughs) My friend called me and was like, bitch, wake up. Charlie's doing a Zoom call. And this was like probably like two months ago. So this was like girl uh-huh. before it was like one of the first like Zoom club things like that happened, if not yeah. the first. And it was so fun. And I was like, this woman is the moment. She's the moment. <laughs> she just knows she's the most adaptable pop star there just is right now. Like no other pop star is making an album completely in quarantine about quarantine kind of and releasing it during quarantine like she is literally the moment this is i i can't even describe it i (laughs) i can't even describe it this is you know what i want you know what i want i want them to put this in the little textbook section that uh corona is gonna have in the future i want this to be mentioned me too i want this to go under like the art and like culture section i want this to be mentioned (laughs) like 
<laughs> I just don't have words. Like, actually, I have a lot of words. I wrote down my thoughts because I have so much to say. I'm stunned. I'm literally stunned. This is so creative. This is so innovative. She's uh, an innovator. Uh, first of all, right after the album was done, so many people called me. It was so overwhelming. I was like, oh, God. But I just didn't have words. So I'm like, we have to go back. But we haven't even gotten to the songs yet. We're going to go track by track for all of you. Don't worry. I don't even care if no one listens to this. This is, can just be me talking to Austin. I don't care. But listen, I need y'all to understand what the album Charlie means to me. Since the album came out, like, it's just been my favorite. Like, I didn't think that I would love. I didn't know I could love something more than pop, too. You know, uh-huh. but I did. And Next Level Charlie, Unlock It is just going to be my favorite Charlie XCX song. Like that is just going probably to stay forever just because I love that song so much. And it just makes me feel like I'm on Rainbow Road and just like, yeah. no other <laughs> song can do that. You know, uh-huh. but Next Level Charlie is like millimeters away from that song. So that is like the standard that like these songs had to be. Mm-hmm. I'm actually almost the exact same way because mine is... I got it is number one with next level Charlie millimeters away. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's what I guess that's where we're at right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's where we were. That's where we were. Going into it. Like, my thoughts were like, okay, well, my thoughts really weren't this, but I guess subconsciously it was like, listen, it's going to take a lot for you to beat next level Charlie girl. Like it's going to take a lot for you. Okay. Especially uh-huh. given that she had X amount of years to work on next level Charlie and she had six weeks to work on this so that being said i push play (laughs) (laughs) and i hear the beginning seconds of pink diamond and it was all over from there it was all over from there let's just get it (laughs) okay so first of all stream steven universe that's that's what she said because i don't know if you definitely don't know this there's no way you would know i did not catch any steven's universe reference (laughs) the only steven universe reference is the name of the song because for all my Steven Universe girlies out there, if you get this far in the episode, please tweet us that you watch Steven Universe because I would like to know. But anyway, <laughs> Pink Diamond is a character in Steven Universe and she's such a complex character that like I can't get into right now. Is she the one that Estelle voices? No, that's Garnet. Oh, all right. Pink Diamond <laughs> is one of the most, well, I can't get into that right now. Anyway, just know that Stream Steven Universe, one of the best animated series of all time. And so when she said that she was naming a song Pink Diamond, that's immediately what I thought of. <laughs> and okay, well, I was gonna say, no one's gonna tell me that it's not about Steven Universe, but I actually know the real meaning of the song. So we'll get to that in a second. But in my mind, it's about Steven Universe. So, thoughts? Oof. <laughs> I can't believe... This is, I'm, I listened to this album for the first time about an hour ago so i'm still processing a little bit and i'm still just kind of like fishing for the words right now this song is crazy this song is wild this song makes me feel like i'm in a this this song makes me feel like i'm in a fast and furious movie (laughs) (laughs) right tokyo drift yes like if okay i wrote literally in my notes i wrote it's next level charlie's older hotter more emo sister (laughs) what i wrote down was this is the song that i pretend i'm in a club to (laughs) yeah yeah a lot of these songs are like club songs and it's just so sad that we can't listen to them in the club but we don't have to get to that i just want to go real hard like i just like (laughs) i i I literally wrote the same thing that i said i just want to go real hard too because <laughs> honestly yeah i just yeah. want to go real hard like, I just, it's that simple i just want to go real hard like that's it that's all you have to say like <laughs> okay but here's the story of the song so 
after I listened to it, I looked up to see if like the genius lyrics were up yet. She uh-huh. did a whole thing with Apple Music and she explained all the songs, which is like, first of all, I think I've said this before. I love it when artists explain their songs. I hate it when they just leave it up to interpretation because I'd be thinking a whole separate thing and it'd be, it don't be the thing that's right. <laughs> so I love that. That's why I love Charlie CX. She's very transparent uh-huh. and I need that. So this song is actually was the name of it was birthed because she was on that Apple Music interview because Dua Lipa asked her to do it. It was with Jennifer Lopez and Zane Lowe and Dua Lipa and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> like what is that is a lot of different people. Anywho. Everybody on FaceTime. <laughs> and so she said, and I quote, J-Lo was telling the story about meeting Barbara Streisand and Barbara was talking about diamonds. At the time, J-Lo had just been given that iconic pink diamond by Ben Affleck because they dated. And uh-huh. I instantly thought pink diamond is a very cute name for a song. And I wrote it down on my phone. I immediately texted Dua afterwards and said, oh my God, she mentioned the pink diamond. A few days later, the producer Dijon sent him the demo. And then that was it. Now we just have the song. I love that Dua Lipa is included in this story. <laughs> I love that. Them just texting each other like just two girls. <laughs> just the girls, our girls. Anyway. Okay, wait. Of the two of us, I think that you would be Dua and I'd be Charlie. That's exactly how it would be. Okay, thank God. I'm glad you agree. I'm glad you agree. Oh, love that. Okay, anyway. So Pink Diamond. Oh, I was also going to say this. So I don't think that I have synesthesia, but I do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never gotten tested for it, but I do like think in colors like I like certain numbers have colors certain uh letters have colors like song like I see songs in colors and Charlie said that she does too oh wait so maybe you do I don't know I I mean I don't know like I don't want to be like I have synesthesia and then I don't you know Mm -hmm. but I just know that that is how I think about things yeah and so for me this song is I see it as pink and black what about you yeah definitely pink okay like hot pink definitely pink so okay Forever, we know her, we love her. This song is so sad. I think the song is so sad. What is the story with her and her boyfriend? Okay, so because I'm gonna get to that in a second because I have a yeah, because a lot of these songs are all about relationships, both like friendship wise, but also like romantic. The thing is, she like these songs are like about her current boyfriend that like she says that in all of Uh them, pretty much. Like most of them are about her boyfriend, and I'm gonna get to that in a second. But just know, I think this song is beautiful because... Oh, yeah, this is a gorgeous song. This song is about her boyfriend, but I also just feel like it's about... Like, I think it's half her boyfriend and half, like, her friends and, like, her fans. Like, I really feel like this... I feel like if I had to pick a song to encapsulate the entire album, I would pick this one still. Yeah. It almost has, like, a longing to it. With this song, she really just, like, encapsulated... I don't even know if that's a word... The like every feeling of quarantine right now, like the longing, the sadness, the hopefulness, like, but also it's kind of silly and it's like, yeah, it still has like her style and her sensibility to it. Yeah. And I feel like this song just really sums up how I'm feeling right now. Like (laughs) (laughs) really hit the album. Everything was hit on their head with this. But anyway, this, I just feel like this song, it started it all. Like this is the one, this is the first one. Like, yeah, she did a great job of picking the first song. Yeah, she did. She's a literal genius. Like, anyway, for this song, I think of like a very, very, very light purple, like almost white, but like not. Really? I think more of a gray. I thought that at first, but for some reason, I'm getting like a very like lilac, but like very light. Like, it's not like a conventional, like, it'd be like diluted. Uh huh. 
Interesting. And I don't know why. Yeah, that's just what I see with this song. Anywho, moving on. Claws, we know her, we love her. Or I think of Orange. <laughs> this song is so funny. This song makes me laugh. She, well, she said that this song was... <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought it was funny because she was basically like, all the songs I write about my relationship are sad, so I'm going to make a happy one. <laughs> <laughs> And the song is just like about being in the honeymoon phase, which is, I think it's funny. But even it is so happy and it's so lighthearted, but even a couple of the lines of it, they have like a little bit of a edge to them because she says, because I know I don't want to be alone. Do you want me back? She still has that like darkness to it. Yeah. All of these songs have a darkness to it. Yeah. Which is important, I feel like. But I, I actually, the first time I heard this song, I listened to it once or maybe twice. And I was like, all right. I didn't hate it or anything, obviously. It was just like, it had to like follow forever, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, then it just grew on me. It took like a couple of days and then it just, it just, it's great. I think it was the album art. I think, or the single art. I didn't like it. The one for Spotify, at least. I didn't like it at first. It's grown on me, but I just liked the one with the oranges. Oh, that one's so cool. That was my yeah. So anyway, so we love Claws, whatever, cool. Now, next one. Seven years. Seven years. Wow. Wow. Okay. First listen, like last night, I listened to it. I loved it. Like every song I was like, this one's so good. And then I would immediately forget what it sounded like because the next song would happen. Yeah. So when that song, when this song happened, I was like, oh my God, I love this song. But then like after I got further down and other songs happened, I like completely forgot what the song sounded like. And so all I remember is like thinking that the beginning was really slow. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. So then when I listened to it again today, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back up. Let's back up. Wait. Not this being my one of my faves. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one of my favorites. Same. But it caught me as soon as I listened to it. Because that first couple seconds in when that first synth note hits, <laughs> that hooked me. I was not expecting that at all. And then all of her little harmonies throughout the entire song. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's a great song. First of all, yeah. the chorus, I like, I just really genuinely could not remember what this song sounded like. Like, I, my brain was fried. Like, I- <laughs> <laughs> well, because every single one of these songs is just like one after another. I know. She just punches them out. There's literally not a skip on this album. Not one. Nope. I d- anyway, my, like, I literally like had no thoughts. Like, what is it? Um, Big head, thoughts, empty, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lights on, nobody's home, basically. That's not the saying. Anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. So basically, like my brain, like I just can't believe that even for even for the few hours I was asleep, I forgot about this song. <laughs> like, because I immediately woke up and listened to it. Like it wasn't even like that long. But anywho. Yeah. She says, okay, so this is the song that's like literally just about their journey of their relationship. So, yeah, I wrote down with the song, okay, what's the story with her and her boyfriend? So let me get into that. So basically, her and her boyfriend have been dating on and off for seven years, obviously. And, mm-hmm. well, now that we know it's been seven years, which, like, I kind of knew, basically all of her songs are about him. <laughs> <laughs> um, not all of them, but, like, a lot of them. And they just were, like, on and off. And I guess, like, you can just kind of read between the lines. Either he could make up his mind or she could make up her mind and she didn't feel like she needed to be with anybody and, like, uh-huh. all this shit going on. And so now she finally feels, like, confident that they're going to stay together for a while. But there's some song that she was, like, 
talking about it and she was like actually right before quarantine she didn't know if her and her boyfriend would make it and then quarantine happened and now they're stuck together oh oh no and then no but it's like really made their relationship blossom because they didn't live together like he lived in new york and she lived in la so really mm-hmm i know i didn't know that oh my god so they've just been like long distance for like a while and now this is like finally i guess maybe like a time for like them to be together for the first time in a while so she's just feeling really inspired right now yeah she is but she said i think she said i know the look inside my eyes means always let me check yeah she does wow yes she says I know in this song yeah wow that's what she's saying at the beginning of the chorus and she says even if we fall apart split two ways used to be afraid to say it that's so strange seven years and it's been you and i always really complicated we're too deep babe really sad the way our song drives me insane used to be afraid to say it now that's changed seven years and it's been you and i always wow wow that's beautiful (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm like i can't really empathize like i don't really have that feeling with anyone i mean so i can sympathize but like i just i'm really happy for her like (laughs) yeah i'm happy that she's done all this introspection she's had a lot of time to think for herself yeah especially making all of this it seems like she was very reflective even more than she already is yeah there's a okay is it this song i think it was this song or another song there was one song before party for you that i was like i need to know what sign her boyfriend is so i like while listening to it it was like searching like heavily (laughs) birthday you don't understand like i literally like was like going it was crazy (laughs) is it the next one is it detonate because for that one i wrote down oh no this girl's not okay she needs a hug yeah. Th- I don't know what line caused me to write that. Well, by this point, I'm looking up his birthday. So I love Seven Years. I think it's one of my favorites. It's just it's just beautiful. Like, I just love the song. Anyway, Dead Nate's next. Oh, wait. The, the color, I think, for Seven Years is yellow. That makes sense. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Okay, Dead Nate. Yeah, Dead Nate. I thought this song was going to sound like a spoon in the garbage disposal. <laughs> I thought this song sounded like Unlock It, but if it was, like, shy. Okay, Okay, I literally wrote down, this sounds like another song, but I don't know what it is. Because it has the same little rhythm in the background that Unlock It has, but it's very mellow. Funny part is, AJ Cook produced this song, and she said that he produced it with the other producer, BJ Burton, and they only met once, and then they just worked on the song, but it was originally sped up, and then they slowed it down. Huh. So it probably would have sounded more like Unlock It if it would have been sped up. Well, it's a good thing they did slow it down. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, I thought this was literally going to sound like I just got scared because it's called detonate like a bomb. Uh huh. And she said, I don't trust myself at all. Why do you love me? That is so sad. Yeah. But also so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's ever going to actually be able to understand like how genuinely I think that I can understand this woman. Uh huh. I think that like I understand every emotion that she's ever felt because I think that we're just the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Like, it's sad. I really genuinely believe that. Like, I just really understand. Because she's a Leo and she's crazy. Just like me. <laughs> well, and that's sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Anyway, she's also the auto-tune queen. Like, can we just give her this crown right now? <laughs> like, the girl... Because she uses it in such a great way. Yeah, yeah. Everything... Ugh, once again, I'm just lost for words. <laughs> Everything that she has done up until this point, and this album just reinforces it, is that she's an artist. Yeah. She's a pop star, but I feel like first she is an artist. Yeah. And this is her art. And even if nobody was listening, she would still be doing all of this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, all I agree. So apparently, 
they recorded, like I said, AJ Cook and BJ Burton, like, got together and, like, recorded this track or, like, made this track. Uh-huh. Like, three days before quarantine. <laughs> and she said that it's been quite interesting that the three of them have been in constant contact, but AJ and BJ only met once. And she said she wrote the lyrics on a day where she was experiencing a bit of confusion and frustration about her situation. And she, like, wanted some space. And she said it's hard for her to listen to the song because she feels like the rest of the album is so joyous and positive and loving. But this song encapsulates what she was feeling at that moment. Wow. And it's, yeah, she said it's not uncommon in relationships sometimes. No, she is very correct. (laughs) Wow. 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 Just like, wow. Like, she didn't have to give us this song, but she did. But she did. How she's feeling now. She didn't lie. No, she did not. She did not lie. I'm not calling Charlie a liar. (laughs) (laughs) When I hear this song, I see light blue and light pink, but like clouds. Like an overcast sky, but like you can still see some of the blue? No, more like, (laughs) I mean, kind of, but more like, it's like not real, like it's fake. It's just like a watercolor of like light blue and pink. Uh That's what I feel. Anyway, Enemy. So... So after this, we're about to just go full straight ahead. So <laughs> Enemy, I think of Green. What about you? I'd have to think about it. I would have to think about it. So this song, I love that I'm just telling you this stuff because you don't know this because you just listened to it. <laughs> this song was based off the phrase, keep your enemies close. No, nope. <laughs> this song was based off the phrase, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. And that makes perfect sense seeing how the first line is. They say, keep your friends close, but you're closer. Exactly. And she said that she thought about it and she was like, well, if you're really close to someone, does that mean that one day they're going to become your biggest enemy because they have the most things on you? They have the most ammunition. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) She kind of just like played with that feeling and wrote the song. But she was like, I don't think my boyfriend's going to turn on me. I just was thinking about it. I, you know, I completely understand that because every once in a while I think to myself, you know, all the people that I'm like, around a lot they know a lot about me what if they just decided to they wanted to end me oh my god i mean that's true like think about all the and people just that... like tell everyone all of your secrets there, she's right that's a interesting thought and this is the song that has her recording in it a little monologue moment i loved the monologue i just love a monologue moment me too and it, i feel like not a lot of people do it i feel like it's always really nice yeah, this song just gives me, like, self-doubt. She says she just started therapy. So this, the recording was, like, she recorded herself after therapy, which is, like, what some, pe- some people do. They, like, record oh. their And so okay. that was, like, one of the recordings that she had. And I was like, well, good for you for being in therapy. Period. <laughs> 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 My truth is, if I had to rank the songs, which, like, I hope I never have to do, but if I did, I feel like this one would be towards the bottom. Only because it's sad. <laughs> Okay, you want to know what my truth is? Okay. The sentence that I wrote down for this is, if I had to pick, probably my one skip. Yeah, same. Yeah. I haven't... But it's not bad. It's not a bad song. No, it's not. I haven't skipped it. I feel like this one, it's just, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's a sad song. It's how she was feeling at the moment. Like... Yeah, the whole album goes through the entire range of emotions, and there's some ups and there's some downs. This one's just a down. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I don't want to listen to a sad song all the time, you know? (laughs) So I think it's fine that we think that. I haven't skipped Mm -hmm. it yet. So that says something. Anyway, I finally understand. I have two things with this song. The first one is a silly one. The trilogy of single covers 
for each of the three singles, these three were my favorite for this song. Yeah. I loved Her with the Flowers. I think that looks so pretty. The second thing with this song is I feel like this song sounds a lot different. This whole album sounds a lot different than all of the stuff she's done before. But this one specifically, I just think it's great how she's still evolving as a singer and as a like yeah a producer my truth is well two things the only thing i have actually written down is <laughs> the beginning of it sounds like dancing with our hands tied by taylor swift i don't know if you've ever heard that song before <laughs> probably but not off the top of my head um i don't know why it just it's giving me that my actual truth is this was my least favorite of the singles i don't know why i just like didn't care about it it's a lot mellower than all the other ones so i can see that i like that it's like cute and i like that it's i don't know what the word is it's just giving me like windows 2007 (laughs) (laughs) for me i don't know why it just makes me feel kind of nostalgic like the sounds of it are very like for some reason they sound retro to me but at the same time they're like not you know yeah i don't know how to explain that but basically i didn't really care about this song it's still kind of growing on me but i like it better than when i first heard it now like with context of the album i think uh-huh yeah the other two could, could just stand alone as great singles but i feel like this one makes sense that it's like sandwiched in like this was almost more like a promo single right yeah yeah i think so too obviously i think of purple because i think of the cover of this <laughs> but whatever yeah i don't have much to say about that one to be honest yeah i'm done okay cool now here we go full speed ahead <laughs> at this point we are if you have taken drugs they have kicked in this is <laughs> this is when everything it's crazy so c2.0 first of all wow 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 who knew it got better when they say it gets better they were right <laughs> first of all have we ever seen a singer do this before where they take a song off their old album completely remix it not only remix it change the meaning of the song i feel like yeah put those two together and then make it fit the overall theme. Mariah Carey definitely did that. <laughs> Mariah Carey is known for her remixes, yes. But Charlie took lyrics from her old song, remixed it, put that in a new song, added new lyrics to that new song, juxtaposed the two, made it fit the concept album, and she made that concept album in a month. <sighs> yeah, you're right. That's true. This song blew me away. It blew me away. I honestly, I'm not, I'm, this is about truth. And my truth was before I heard it, for some reason I had this feeling, I was like, I hope that I like it because, you know, living up to click, like it's the same as like next level Charlie. Like you have to, there is just a standard. There's a bar that I just have for this song. So in my mind, I was like, cause I heard a little bit of the snippet cause she played it, uh-huh. but I was like, is it going to go crazy or is it going to stay like this? It's stay kind of like the snippet, but it's like, also I was going to say this at the end, but I guess I could just, just say it now. The fact that like this was a collaborative effort, like the fact that like she posted snippets, she posted lyrics, she posted all the artworks, like, but it still felt like fresh yeah. and still like had surprises. Like she was taking inputs and listening to just random people's opinions on the internet. Yeah. And it still is this personal. Like, She's the moment. Like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, but anyway, so back to click two. Why not? She, did, she just literally made an entire song with the hook of another song, which one yeah. say on paper is lazy, but if you hear it, it, it is completely different. Uh-huh. Because I think that she said that AJ Cook was developing this beat, 
but then they just used it for this. And I, so here's the thing. There's no features on this album, first of all, which not going to no. lie, I was a little surprised. Not surprised. I, I won't say surprised, but I was, I'm not even going to say disappointed. I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. I was convinced that Paris Hilton was on the Click remix. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just convinced myself of that because how cool would that have been? But it didn't really fit. And I actually think if any artists are going to remix the songs, I don't think that they, I really couldn't see anyone remixing Click. I don't think it needs anybody else's verse. No. I really don't think any features on this album would make sense, almost. Because I feel like it's so personal. I mean, now that I've listened to it more than once, yeah. At first I was like, oh my gosh, think about the remixes. But then I'm like, honestly, they don't really need it. And that's crazy. There is one song that I want to remix to, but we're going to get to that. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to get to that. But that's that's a whole separate thing. That's a whole separate thing. So she said that she listened to this beat in Indonesia. (laughs) (laughs) She was was driving and like it was just a pretty day and there were rainbows in the sky and whatever. And she was like, it's cheesy, but it was really beautiful. So like the end of it is very like euphoric, which is like also, also, Uh also, also. Uh Uh-huh. Uh Like you said, she took the meaning of the other song and completely flipped it. She took the thing down, flipped it, and reversed it. Because now now the song has a completely new meaning because it's just about missing. Because this song, I feel like it's about missing your friends, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, girl, if there's anything that everyone can relate to right now, it's missing their friends. And she completely captured all of the feelings of like longing to see your friends like she got that she has it's almost like the first part of the song is like the memories it's like what was and then the second part where she's singing the new verses is like where we are now wow this is a work of art this is literally (laughs) a work of art and it's like the way it's like you know people people talk a lot about how music makes you feel you know Uh uh-huh and i feel like Charlie XCX is the only person that actually understands that. <laughs> <laughs> because I I mean like in my like I'm not I'm kind of not lying. Like well Okay, that was a little too far. But not the only person. But the only person at the moment that I feel like understands like she's one of the small handful of people that get it. Yes. And boy, does she get it. Like the way like that I understand the way that even me saying like the colors like you understand that and I'm sure other people will understand it too and like all the things that we're saying like she inflicted these feelings in us has never met us I mean I'm not gonna say we'll never meet us I would love to meet her but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah that would be great that'd be cool <laughs> I think we'd be friends but it's just like like this woman understands emotions in a way that can be transferred to everyone else and i feel like that is something honestly i'm not gonna lie i pride myself on i feel like i'm very empathetic and that's another reason why i think me and charlie have the same brain anyway people are not gonna always remember what you say but people are gonna remember how you make them feel and she will be remembered for making me feel like i was on acid (laughs) (laughs) anyway moving on party for you Wow, 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 wow. Is this the Bohemian Rhapsody of our generation? Maybe. <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I need you to tweet that. So anyway, party for you. 
I love the end of this song so much. <laughs> like, Jesus. Anyway. So I don't, I need you to know this. There's a story with this song. Okay, this please is, do tell. This is the oldest song on the album because it's actually off of XCX World or it was supposed to be on XCX World. Do you know about that? I do not, actually. Well, there was like a whole, I don't know a lot about this, but from what I understand, there was like a whole album. There At one point, Charlie XCX is going to release an album called XCX World and it got leaked. So she decided not to release any of it. Is this the album that Taxi's on? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I should have just said that. So, yeah. Anyway, she said that, like, she wanted to release it at other times, but it didn't really feel right. But, like, for some reason, it just felt right to release it now. Which I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, what other time? You know, just do it. <laughs> yeah. And she said that she actually, I mean, I we know this, but she was like, I didn't actually also didn't want to release it because she likes, like, the culture around her unreleased songs. Okay. You know, because she plays Taxi all the time now, so. Yeah. She, I saw, she liked a tweet that came up on my feed, and it said, what if Charlie were to release a song called Taxi, but it's a completely different song? <laughs> and she'd like that tweet. That's funny. <laughs> if she did that, I would be like, this girl, this troll. <laughs> she thinks it's, but when she played Taxi, I wish I was at the first New York show. I'm still mad that she gave the New York show every the first New York show everything, but technically the show I went to was the first one because we were the first day. But anyway, don't want to get into it. My only qualm with that woman is that show. But anyway. Regardless. Irregardless of what transpired. When she played Taxi at the beginning of that show, I st- even though I knew it was going to happen, I still was shocked. Like I, <laughs> like I still was like, this woman. Because <laughs> it literally like, th- there was like some song playing, like whatever, you know, how in the beginning of concerts. And then the out and then the lights come back on and she's playing taxi and then the lights go out again and the next level charlie starts (laughs) that was the first like 30 seconds of that concert for me and i lost it (laughs) i don't even remember i literally don't even remember i was going so hard oh my gosh (laughs) oh if she doesn't start her next concert whatever that is with the next level charlie i'm gonna be so mad it's just a great opener. It's just a great opener. Anyway, moving on. With the confetti. Girl, I almost passed out. Jesus. Anyway, can't get into that. That's, an, that's a story for another day. So this is the song where she says her boyfriend's birthday. So her boyfriend was born on the 19th of June, which makes him a Gemini. Wow. Which when I realized that, girl, I was like, oh, wow. This girl's been through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, oh, Oh, that's why y'all been on and off for seven years. He couldn't make up his goddamn mind. And from the looks of it, she couldn't either. <laughs> they were both all over the place. Oof, Jesus. And it's like also in Claude's, she says switching sides like Gemini, which now makes sense because he's a Gemini. Wow. Her it all adds up. It all makes sense. It all adds up. Two plus two equals four now. <laughs> and now knowing that i'm like that is insane like i don't I genuinely don't know if i could ever marry or date or whatever a gemini that isn't my friend like all my gemini friends are gay men for a reason <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just gonna leave it at that i love this song i think it's so like somber but it's also like i don't know it's this song it gives me like you're at a party like it means it's called party for you but like you're at a party and everything, this is exactly what the song is about, but like the way that I can picture it, like everyone's uh-huh. having a great time but you. And you literally like were expecting the guy that you like to come. He didn't come. 
you were so excited you didn't want to get your hopes up but you did anyway so you're like in the kitchen just like looking at your red solo cup yeah just kind of like floating around and then you probably like go home early Uh uh-huh like that is what this gives this song takes you on such a journey both with the lyrics and just sonically because the lyrics put you right there yeah they put you right in that moment but then also the song itself the little changes that it goes through then at the end like that's my favorite part the end when she goes she goes party for you party for that okay if someone's gonna make a remix Make it where that part of the song is at the beginning. Wow. Just like this song, wow. Just A plus. A plus is all around. Just, we're, we, I'm right there with you, Charles. I'm right there with you. Yeah. We see We see it. We see it. I see you. We see each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, finally. Then this next song, just something about this song that makes me want to bust a motherfucking move. <laughs> you see, I thought, when I started listening to the album and I got like, I was kind of going through it. I was like, okay, Pink Diamond is going to be the only like real, like loud in your face song. I was like, that's going to, that's it. And then the rest of them are going to be like the more just kind of chill ones. Then this song plays. No, 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 no. This is the song that I've been waiting on. Cause she played this snippet and I didn't know, I don't think she had a name for it yet, but she played the snippet like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, what is that? And I was hoping that it would be the third single, but it wasn't. Uh-huh. I just wanted to hear the rest of the song. And I, but, but by the time the album came out, I had forgotten about it. <laughs> so <laughs> when this happened, I was like, immediately, I was like, this is the song I was waiting on. Oh my God. And then when she goes, I'm so bored and just goes, I, the, 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 I wish I could, relive that moment again when I heard this when she said I'm so bored I felt that yeah I felt that too (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bored first of all before we even get to anything else I'm so bored I'm just already gonna say it this is my favorite song on the album there I don't think that there's I don't think there's gonna be a day where any other song is my favorite I don't know if it's basic to say that I don't really care this song (laughs) to me is the next level Charlie of this album this song to me means so much to me first of all first of all this song captures the moment this song and the way that Forever encapsulates the entire album, this song, I feel like over Forever, it captures the feeling of right now, May 15th, how I'm feeling. Like, how I'm feeling now. I want <laughs> anthems, first of all. Let's stop there. Me too. Me too. You go to a place where the speakers are so loud and you feel it in your feet. You feel that bass in your feet. Yes, literally. I want that. Oh my God. Like I can't do that with my little headphones. I can't do that in my house. You have to go out and you have to get that. I want anthems. Great. Period. Yes. Late nights. Let's stop there. Me too. (laughs) And this song is like, this is the one that almost made me cry because over all the other ones, LOL, because (laughs) although the song is just about like wanting to get fucked up and wanting to like have a great night out. It's so sad because like the late night culture here is so different from like anywhere else and it's like I know that we talk about it a lot but like I really genuinely honestly I took it for granted like I did and I feel like we didn't take it and you know what's funny is like I don't think we really took it for granted like I think in the moment we were like this is crazy like what's going on we shouldn't be able to do this but we are like I feel like our friends group specifically was really good about appreciating the moments that we had and that's why we went out so much because we were like we can do it now we don't know we don't know if we're ever going to be able to do this you know we were right Uh (laughs) uh-huh And I feel like 
that's why I love this song so much is because even though, like I said, we've never met Charlie XCX. I don't even know if she's ever lived here, but she understands that late night culture in New York means that you're going to sit on the sidewalk eating pizza at 4 a.m. Like that's, that's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. And, and it's so stupid, but it's also like, it was something that was so not, we didn't do it all the time, but yeah. it was something that was a part of our life. And then all of a sudden it's gone. It disappeared out of nowhere with no warning. Yeah. With nothing. And it's like, she just, she just gets it. And I'm like, obviously it's like 19 million other people get it as well. But like mm-hmm. only those people, only people who have lived in New York will get it. Like, and that's not as many people as like we think, you know? Anyway, she goes, I want anthems late nights, my friends. Let's stop there again. Okay. <laughs> every single person, every single one, every single person wants their friends. Yes. Every single person right now wishes that they can hang out with their friends anytime they want. Like if, and it's just so annoying to me because it's like, no one could have seen this coming. <laughs> no one could have seen this coming. And yes, right now we have to be thankful if we have our health mm-hmm. and we have a roof over our heads, but that still doesn't stop all of us from missing the life that we don't have right now. Yeah. And this song captures that feeling very well. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, I don't even have the words. Like, <laughs> it's honestly genuinely kind of sad. Like, it's very, it's it's my favorite because it's honestly just a fucking banger. Like, this song, I threw my shoulder, my back out to this. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I threw my shoulder out last night, and I immediately noticed it. And then I texted a couple of people, and I was like, I actually think I just hurt my shoulder thrashing really ow, hard to this song. I woke up, and I could barely move. <laughs> you got to work out to this song. So all day, I've been like trying not to bend down and shit but it feels a little better now but we'll see what happens tomorrow so i actually charlie xcx broke my back not clickbait <laughs> <laughs> i just I, it's just my favorite it's my favorite i could if i had to never hear any of the other ones again and i only heard that one i would and that's how i feel about it wow yeah this song for me is like third favorite charlie xcx song it goes unlock it next level charlie anthems period that's the holy trinity right there i mean what else do you need you know <laughs> I want anthems. I just feel like I just feel like what else is there to say? And then she's at the end of the chorus. She says, "Finally, when it's over, we might be even closer." Which is like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Do you know how up each other's asses we're gonna be when this is over. We're everyone, all the little friend groups, all the little cliques. They're gonna be together twenty four seven. Oh my god! I just like I can't. Anyway. When I think of this song, I think of Red. Oh, this song was produced solely by Dylan Brady of 100 Gex. I think he produced a couple other ones, but I wasn't paying attention to notice that. I did notice that he produced this song, which means that I'm going to go listen to the 100 Gex album because I've loved everything I've heard so far. (laughs) Anyway, and last but not least, certainly not least. um, No, 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 no. Visions. So go ahead. So this is the song that I want to remix to. How did I know? The, like the first, like, it's almost like the first half of the song. I feel like sounds like the rest of them. Yeah. And then the second half of the song is just straight Europop. It literally sounds like every time we touch. Yeah. Wow. That's what I got from it. And then I thought, okay, this is a great way to end the album. And then the last 30 seconds of this album... They just change. It just—it just. You've never seen 2001: Space Odyssey, right? No. There's a scene towards the end. It's pretty famous. So you might have like seen it 
just randomly the Stargate scene where he's in the spaceship and he's flying through all of the colors. That is what the last 30 seconds of the song sounds like. And it just took me there. <laughs> Period. I mean, I feel like we go into warp speed after I finally understand. Like we just go straight into hydrodrive and we're just hyperdrive or whatever the fuck. And we are just going and we are in, we are light years <laughs> away from earth. <laughs> we are traveling light years. Oof. I love this song. I don't think that I have the connection to it that everyone else that I've talked to has. has. <laughs> everyone else that I've talked to has said this is their favorite song in the album. And as I said before, mine is Anthem. So that being said, I love the song. I just, don't think that, I just don't think that I feel as connected to it as other people. But that being said, however, combo. Anthems, we're talking about what we want. We want to go to the club. We want to go out. We want to do this, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. this song is the club. This song is like, the girl that's singing anthems, this is the song that she has stuck in her head. Yeah. Yeah. And she said on the um, Apple Music thing, she said that she actually wanted Party For You to be the last song. But then she felt like it was too sentimental and too emotional and too predictable because it's kind of like, you know, like we said, somber and like the crowd cheering at the end. Like she said, it felt too much like the end of the song. So she was like, uh-huh. I feel like if it's actually if a song sounds like the end of the album, you shouldn't put it on the end of the album. So then she made this one the end of the album because the end of it just felt euphoric and just like a big rave. And I'm like, yeah. And she, yeah, it does. And she was like, that felt like a more interesting way to end an album than sad. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was a choice and I think it was, she made the right one. I think that that was correct. And yeah. I just feel like I, I need to listen to it more. Like, I feel like all of the songs in this album, I'm not going to shut up about because I feel like it's going to be three months from now and I'm still going to be like thinking of things for, about like enemy or something. Like, I'm still going to be like, <laughs> like, I feel like this album has just so many layers. There's so much to talk about, to think about, to listen to. So overall, I have my notes overall. My first one, I said it, this album just has layers. Like, there's just so much in every aspect of it. The lyrics, the production the visuals, the concepts, like this entire thing is so complex because the situation we're in is so complex. And the title, even the title of it is just so fitting. How I'm feeling now. It just makes sense. Everything about this just makes sense. And I'm glad that she, and you know what? Honestly, I'm going to say this. The only artist that I genuinely feel like could actually pull this off is Charlie XCX. And I'm glad that she did. That just speaks to her personality, I feel like, because she is so honest and she is so good at being authentic and upfront about who she is, what she's thinking, how she's feeling, that if any other artist would try to pull this off, it would feel generic. Right. Or it'd feel cheap, almost. And I also feel like that there's a certain element to her music that's kind of like... So a friend of mine told me that they didn't really like, they didn't really care for the album because they felt like it was rushed. And I was like, well, that was the point. <laughs> like the whole point of it was, and honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that's why she set May 15th because we didn't really know when this was going to end at the time. Like in March, people still kind of felt like it was going to end in May, girl. I knew it wasn't going to be May, but some people did. And yeah. I feel like she really wanted to make an album during quarantine. And so by setting this date of May 15th, like we at least knew that much the reason why quote unquote it felt rushed because it was like that was the point because she wanted to capture all the feelings she was feeling right now like she normally when people write songs they write them two years before like in fragments or like whatever like she had to write 11 full songs in six weeks like that is like crazy a process that usually takes people anywhere from like a year 
to more. Yeah, some people spend like five years on an album. Like that is insane. <laughs> like this woman is the moment. Like I don't know what else to say. Like Charlie's the moment. Charlie is the girl that is going to stand the test of time. We all know that the Charlie sound is not for everyone, but just what this album stands for, I feel like transcends everything. I just feel like these songs, like I could, I feel like I could pick any one of my friends and show them a song and they would like it. Like, I just feel like they're just good songs. Yeah. We really could go on for hours. I know. I'm like, I, I mean, I don't really know what else to say that hasn't been said, but like, I just love this woman. I, I'm so happy that I became a Charlie XCX. <laughs> we could go on for hours. We literally could go on for hours. But all I, all we have to say is, if you haven't already, stream, stream how I'm feeling now. I don't. I couldn't imagine you yes. listening to the no comma, just how I'm feeling. Not have listened to the album, but if you haven't listened to it, you would not be disappointed. Let us know what you think. Tweet at oh us, comments on I our Instagram post. I'm. I don't have anything else. Like I don't. Know. <laughs> I just want to. I'm beat. I'm uh, you're right. I was exhausted after listening to this. The emotional roller coaster that I went through. Jesus. Anyway, I'm Kiara. <laughs> and I'm Austin. And this is Pop Daydreams. Thanks for listening. Thanks for Ooh, making it this far. I love you. If you did, <laughs> LOL. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs>